the pumpkin is hurled into the air. It is exhilarating to see, although I made sure I was standing safely back. The machines were impressive, but frankly, once I had seen one lineup in action, I became more interested in the people who built them. The Great Emancipator is an enormous air cannon painted bright red. Its team is dressed all in red, like a NASCAR crew with insignias on ball caps and over the breast pockets of their shirts. The team's leader is John Bouchelle, a tall man with a full beard from Jeffersonton, Virginia. I asked him casually how much Great Emancipator had cost him to build. He shrugged, over $70,000. I wondered where he got the money to do this, yet I knew it wasn't about the money. This was a way to spend time together with the family and have a sense of purpose and accomplishment. John and his team were very proud to be competing, and it was as much about beating their own previous score as it was about beating anyone else. I asked another man who had an air cannon mounted on a very large semi-truck where he kept his machine when he wasn't at the competition. He replied without hesitating, It's parked in my front yard. I wondered if he was married. Then I talked to Steve Seegers of Yankee Siege from Greenfield, New Hampshire, leader of a nine-person team, most of whom were also named Seegers. Yankee Siege is a huge trebuchet made of iron. It weighs over 50,000 pounds and stands 61 feet tall, not counting its throwing arm. Each of its four wheels are 10 feet in diameter. It is amazing to stand next to Yankee Siege. It made me feel small. Yankee Siege won its class the year I was there with a throw of 1,476 feet. The previous year, it had won with a world record throw of 1,702 feet. By 2013, they had surpassed the half-mile mark of 2,835 feet with a new machine, Yankee Siege 2. I had two questions for Steve Seegers. My first was, did you start off building small trebuchets before building one this large out of iron? His answer was that Yankee Siege was the first one they built. They had never done this before. He and his family, who called themselves the Yankee Farmers, originally built the trebuchet as an attraction for their pumpkin farm. My second question was, what do you do for a living? Steve replied that he was a dentist. I could not help but laugh. I said to him that he would probably not be remembered for his work as a dentist, but as the creator of the Yankee Siege. Pumpkin chunkin' was a lot of fun, even more so for the participants. That's the whole point of competitions, hobbyist clubs, and associations what I might call pre-existing maker communities. Another great example of this kind of community is the Experimental Aircraft Association, EAA. On several occasions, I have visited the Oshkosh Air Show, Air Venture, held every summer in Wisconsin, which attracts more than 100,000 people. Oshkosh is a fly-in event where pilots and their families arrive in their own planes and land at the adjacent airfield. They taxi to their campsites on a large field and set up tents under the wings of their planes. EAA was formed after World War II, initially to lobby for the right to fly for recreational pilots, many of whom had flown in the war and were having trouble getting insurance to fly their own planes. Because of the difficulty in obtaining insurance, small airplane manufacturers went out of business. 
the EAA was able to get a federal law passed that said if you build at least 51% of your plane, then you can fly it. One year, Bill Gerstel and I went to Oshkosh together. We met a pilot named Arnie Zimmerman, who flew a two-seat open-cockpit airplane known by the name of its design, Breezy. It is the most minimalist idea of an airplane, closer to the Wright brothers' plane and a bicycle than to anything else at the air show. You can see how everything works because it has no exterior shell. The pilot sits in nothing sturdier than a deck chair with a cushion, positioned completely forward, a seat belt the only thing keeping the pilot in the seat. The pilot has to wear goggles to keep the wind and bugs out of his or her eyes. Designed as a family-fun airplane, the breezy design was developed by amateur aviators in the 1960s. The plans cost about $100, and the total bill of materials comes to about $15,000.